What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. You know that fresh produce is the best produce. That's why at Kroger, we invest in local farmers to bring you seasonal picks that taste fresh from the farm good, like sweet corn, refreshing watermelon, and juicy peaches. So whether you're a delivery lover, a picker-upper, or you shop in-store, your local produce always tastes 100% fresh, or you get a 100% refund guaranteed. Kroger, fresh for everyone. And boom goes the dynamite. It's Tuesday morning, and you know what that means. Kevin and Ely and I are back with a brand new episode of The Boom. In this episode, Cody lost, Vince McMahon won, and we are barely talking about AEW. Kevin, how's your weekend been, man? So, what do you want to talk about? Oh, my God. First of all, I've watched more wrestling than I've, I've, I've probably watched in 10 years, all in the last 72 hours. It's hard to remember it all because I was watching two shows at a time. Mm -hmm. There's major shows. I'm I'm not quite done yet. But the biggest news of all, I think, is number one, Cody lost. And number Mm -hmm. two, I think the biggest story, maybe in 20 years, not only has Endeavor basically purchased the WWE, Mm -hmm. they created a new company that is the WWE and UFC combined. Dana White is president of the UFC. Nick Khan is president of the WWE. Ari Emanuel's over everything. And Vince McMahon is above Dana White and basically has major control over the UFC now. Vince has won like nobody's ever won. And the only man above him, the only man above him, Ari Emanuel, manipulated multiple television networks into completely ignoring Dana White, slapping the taste out of his wife's mouth in public. Vince is, uh, yeah, Vince is um, basically Darth Vader before Return of the Jedi. It's like they just roll the credits. <laughs> yes, he's or like, ascendant. Yeah, the Voldemort mustache and everything. Like he knows it yeah. too. Voldemort at the end of the Half Blood Prince. I know he thinks he looks like Clark Gable right now. Yeah, he looks like he looks like something out of out of a, a Stephen King novel. Is what he looks like. <laughs> It's he wild, like man. Gomez Adams left out yeah. his son. He went from 
being completely, completely out. done, li- leaving in disgrace. Yes, leaving in disgrace to now king of the world. Yeah, insane. King of the world, insane. Settled all his lawsuits. He's got all this new money to pay off more hush money with mm-hmm. more women. He's living yeah. life, man. I um, there's a I was looking around for news reports on it, and uh, a commenter named Benjamin, no last name had a quote that I thought was pretty good. It said, so Endeavor, the UFC, and WWE merged to form the most unsafe work environment for women in all of sports. <laughs> yes, absolutely. It's like 100%. a mega monolith of objectifying and abusing women. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's, you've got to feel so bad for, say, the, the newer women in NXT who came in and they heard all these horror stories and they were sat down by by Hunter and by Steph and told like he's gone, he's not coming back. Mm-hmm. Like it's a new, it's an it's an it's a whole new world. Yeah, they're singing Little Mermaid songs. It's awesome, right? And now he's back. His hair's dyed. He's he's taken. Uh, I don't know. Super super beta prostate he's just ready to roll man <laughs> super beta he's, prostate he's ready to roll you can get that infowars.com <laughs> that sounds um, like I that believe. sounds like a name of a wrestler of a show you're about to tell me about later. <laughs> super beta I, prostate i saw some uh, some matches this weekend where super beta prostate would not no one would blink an eye if super male prostate entered the ring no one would have batted an eye <laughs> um and that tag team is from ddt and they're called the pheromones i don't know their names they had two matches. I watched one. It was hilarious. I attempted to watch the other, and I couldn't handle it. <laughs> and my friend, much. I can handle almost anything, <laughs> and I couldn't handle that second match. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but that's going to be a fun one to talk about. Yeah. So the one thing I really do hope comes out of this, honest to God, mm-hmm. not joking, is I hope we get – I hope crazy Vince is like, listen, Dana, I don't care what the hell you think. We need to get some, we need to get some pomp and circumstance going Yeah, in the UFC. We need fireworks. We need lasers. We need a ramp. That is what I would like to see come to the UFC. Just some, some, some simple things would make it feel like big events when it's a big event. Yeah, just in terms of the, how these two companies are going to be affected, I could see it being WWE is not going to be that much different. It's going to, yeah. it's it, at least not pres- presentationally, but I could Other see than, a big difference coming in UFC yeah. before too long. Um, this is great for people like Brock and Ronda who might mm-hmm. want to jump back and forth potentially for some big money fights. Um, I think. Conor McGregor is going to go ape shit in the U uh, playing around in WWE. I guarantee you, listen, we saw Floyd Mayweather knock out big show. I think we're hundred percent going to see Conor McGregor knock out almost or Braun. Mm-hmm. One of those two hundred percent. I think Vince is salivating at that idea. Yeah. Those will be fun things. Those will be really fun things. Uh, there's a lot they can do to work together in instances like that for big shows. But yeah, I think WWE is largely going to be unchanged. And uh, But there's a lot of things they could do 
for the UFC that would make it feel like a bigger sporting event. I think right now, if I'm Ari Emanuel, and I'm about to talk about something that literally no one, now no one has mentioned in any podcast, any interview I've seen, uh, but it's going to come after this. If I'm Ari Emanuel right now, I either grab a boxing uh, company or I start one. Mm-hmm. So either start it with Tyson Fury, start it with the Paul brothers. It doesn't matter, but you can become the, this is already the number one company in the history of combat sports. Yeah. Grab a boxing company and go for it. Now, what I wanted to talk about is after um, Endeavor bought the UFC the first time around, at the, for a few years, everybody was, they were losing their minds. They were, they, they had too much debt. They paid too much. But when, but when the pandemic hit, Endeavor was in trouble. They're mainly a talent agency at that point. Their talent wasn't working. No one was working. They own, uh, I think, a pro bull riders association. Nobody mm-hmm. was bull riding. Mm-hmm. The UFC never stopped. And the UFC saved that company's existence. Mm-hmm. And there's only one other thing that didn't stop besides MMA. That was pro wrestling. They recognized that and they went out and grabbed it because they know no matter what happens, these two, these two sports, which never stop, they have no off season. They're both going to go every single week. And I think that's brilliant. They got the only two things in sports, which don't have off seasons and COVID didn't even slow them down. That's brilliant by brilliant by it really. I mean, it, it's just now kind of even sinking in what's actually happening. It's, it's mind boggling. Yeah. How like the power play that just happened. It's, it's crazy. And it's bad. As bad as Vince is and as bad as Dana is, Mm. they're both good at run. Well, Dana is good at running his sport, but it's all those two together are still better than Saudi. Because I don't think Vince has had anybody murdered in a number of years. And I don't think Dana's I think Dana's probably had some people beat up. Yeah. But like Saudi's just murdering people all the time. Yeah. So I think overall it's, it's better. Yeah, either either way, yeah. Vince was better growing by. that mustache and uh getting power back. So Oh my god. If, I'm if just he... ready to see him like swinging from ropes from ships. Yeah. And, like uh, fighting pirates. <laughs> my God, man. With and uh... I'm so that's the biggest thing to come out of WrestleMania, I believe, is oh, the fact that we now have pictures of Vance McMahon himself. <laughs> People have been begging for pictures for a while, and we finally true, got they one. got them, and they, were, they weren't they were that far off from the fake Vance ones. is viral now. Um, so good. <laughs> I've totally lost my thought now. So I watched, I have to work, of course, on Patrol Live Friday and Saturday mm-hmm. nights that made it not smooth sailing on a lot of the shows I wanted to watch. I watched um, some of the first night of WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. For the first time in nine years, I watched all of a WrestleMania um, on night two, as okay. in all of that night. I watched all um, of both. It was a really good show, I thought. There was good wrestling on it, and I thought the main event was pretty great. There were some major problems I did have with it, even though it was a pretty great match, until the last 30 seconds, and they were that was hot garbage, man. The last 30 (laughs) seconds of that match. And I don't just mean that Cody lost. Yeah. I mean the fact that 
Cody hit hit him with two or three crossroads. He's holding and the bionic elbow before that. And the bionic elbow. He punched him. Yep. Did some punches. Then the bionic elbow. Then the crossroads. This man is effectively dead. His power meter is at zero. Mm-hmm. And then Solo Sokoa comes into the ring, stabs Cody in the throat, and 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 I guess I missed the can of spinach they yeah. poured <laughs> down Roman's throat because all of a sudden yeah. he's at a hundred percent. Yep, hits the spear and Cody's yep. done. Yep, all in a matter of seconds. Mm-hmm. There was no selling whatsoever for Cody's moves once mm-hmm. Solo hit the ring. Yeah, he should have been flat on his back. Yeah, then one, two, three. And the referee gets up there, Solo Sokoa, standing in the ring. A man he threw out of, not of the ring, out of the arena. Ejected yeah. from the arena. No right. questions. No. Nope. Nothing. Just, it's all good. It's yep. all good. Fixes in. I hated that. Hated it so much. Also, there was one, the, the, the problem I had during the match, there was one big problem. Hmm. Let me tell you what grinds my gears, Kevin. <laughs> and that's, both of these men are accomplished professional wrestlers. Yes. They know this is, for Cody, this is the biggest match of his career. And Cody repeatedly throughout the match would hit one move Mm -hmm. and go for the pin. Mm -hmm. Not follow up with another big move, just one move. Mm -hmm. And he would hit the crossroads or the Cody cutter and go in when that's not going to do it. Right. And Roman did largely the same thing throughout the match. Mm -hmm. Both guys were acting like they were rookies who'd never really had a big match before. Yeah. in their move selection, and I thought that was a little little childish. It felt like it was a match for kids mm. in that way, even mm-hmm. though everything they did was good, as yeah. in all their moves were good. It was a good match. It was a well-thought-out match, mm-hmm. other than the move selection, the follow-ups left a lot to be desired. Yeah. It kind of asked you to suspend your disbelief. A little bit. A little the energy was good. I think the energy carried it. Like, it was, at that point... Yeah. I was uh, I was all in the bag, for, and then when yeah WWE oh, at that point when the referee is out and Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn come in, yeah, yeah. it's like this has to happen. This is the night he gives he gives Roman the Haluva kick like it's it's poetic. They did, yeah. They it's like they sat down and they said, "What is the perfect match for Cody to win?" And then just and then how can he lose? Yep. And I wonder, I wonder if. This is the match they had laid out, and Cody was going to win. And Vince comes back, and he's like, "No, he's not going to." Like, he, he, yeah, he's he's too fat. God damn it! And somebody's <laughs> like, "He's not fat at all. He's got fat in his blood." God damn it! I'm like, God damn, Vince, Jesus! And it's just like that's what I see happening. You're going to let looks at Cody come back sees, here, and he yeah. sees polka dots. He sees obese polka dots every time he looks at Cody, and, and that's not okay to win. But, I, I mean, the reports are that the at least some people are reporting that Roman was always planned to win the whole time. And if you put it in the context of like the year, uh, yeah. that kind of makes sense because the opponent was originally going to be The Rock. And right. The Rock's not beating Roman Reigns. No. So the plan for Roman was to come out of WrestleMania as the champion. And so it stands to reason that when they put Cody in. And I believe they, Paul and Jeff said, or one of them mentioned that with the way Triple H books, mm-hmm. faces never win the first. Yeah, time, that was ever. Paul. Yeah, yeah, right. Faces never win on the first try. And Paul, a hundred percent knows more about WWE and its booking than I do. Yeah, easily, yeah. and that makes sense. But it still sucked. Still sucked. 
and no one is happy. No one is happy at all. And and then I realized, oh, that's what it means to be a WWE fan. Yeah. Is yeah. unhappiness, pure unhappiness. Yeah. I feel and, like I woke up this morning and I had had it was like I was like, honey, I had the wildest dream. I dreamed <laughs> I dreamed that Vince McMahon was gone and and Paul Levesque was running WWE and it was awesome. And and Kevin Steen and El Generico main evented WrestleMania and won the tag titles. Yeah. And and uh Rhea Ripley had an awesome oh match and won a, you know that match. like and then all this happened and then someone said, Oh, that's funny, but that was just a dream. WrestleMania is tonight. If <laughs> if if we were starting two wrestling companies mm. and we had, it was a draft and it was me and you going back and forth, which might be a really fun extra show and everybody's available. Mm-hmm. Rhea Ripley's top five for me. Oh, I say so too. Yeah. Maybe even hot, maybe even top three. She is the woman I would build. Yeah. I'd build it all around. I, I would build a women's division around easy. I mean, her and Oscar, just those two, those two, yeah. my God. Yeah. And Bianca, you, I, I, I want one of the main events next year to be Bianca versus uh, Rhea. Yeah, I think it'd be great. That's a hoss fight. That is a hoss fight. <laughs> um, yeah, and and many people might be tuning in saying, "What about AEW? What about AEW? How does this affect AEW?" I have one That's thought. A great about question. It. The Cody loss. Mm-hmm. I wonder. The thing is, he's there. He was in the main event. He is a huge yeah. star. That's one thing. Yeah. A, a, AEW people now know they can go there and be a huge star. Mm-hmm. But the rug being pulled out from under Cody feels so familiar. Mm-hmm. It's old school WWE where they always build somebody up. You're excited for them and they always pull the rug out from under them. Yeah. And I, that might have given a few people. A few former WWE people, a little bit of PTSD, might have had some some flashbacks. They might have had some rough dreams themselves. Might have. After that, um, it was really cool seeing Negative One at WrestleMania. His first <laughs> appearance, like hopefully, of many. Um, <laughs> Cody gave him his belt, of course. Yep. Um, as he was walking out to the ring, that was cool. We saw Brandy for the first time. In a long time, and there's a, yep. there's a lot of big AEW stuff going on. Tony Khan has a major announcement. Which, if I'm Tony Khan, mm-hmm. I now say, you know what? Let's let's hold off that major announcement for another <laughs> right. for a week. <laughs> Whatever it is, it ain't yeah. measuring up, man. <laughs> it doesn't matter what it is. He might have be. He might have come up with a formula to bring Bruno Sammartino back from the dead <laughs> live in the ring, and Not no one's going to care. No, nope. no one. Nope. I, By the that, way, that that reminds me of my first thought of of how this relates to AEW, which is this whole thing this weekend just convinces me that AEW needs to not be worried about WWE. Like, yeah, they need to do. Do not own, try yeah. to be competing with this behemoth. They well, will crush you. Here's the thing: I got into AEW because I got into indie wrestling, mm-hmm. and I was following the Young Bucks and Cody and all these guys. And AEW gives me what I like out of indie wrestling. Yeah. And again, I like WWE Weekend, Mania Weekend, not for WrestleMania. And, mm-hmm. and no one understands that. I try and tell them. 
Mm-hmm. I don't I don't care about WrestleMania. I care about WrestleMania weekend because mm-hmm. every wrestling organization in the world is there and having matches and I want to see those. I want to see the I want to see the, the bullshit matches. Give me your outlaw mud shows. That's what I'm here right. for. I'm an outlaw mud show guy. I'm a barbed wire <laughs> guy, okay? From yeah. way back. And AEW for a long time has been the best of all those worlds. Uh-huh. And I would like for it to keep me in the best of all those worlds and not try and just be WCW. And WCW is just trying to be WWE. You know, yeah. Yeah. if you try and be WWE, you're just going to be WCW. Uh-huh. And we've seen a little bit of that lately. And I don't want to see WCW out of AEW. And to anyone who's not intimately acquainted with pro wrestling, I just confuse the living shit out of you <laughs> with all those letters. Yeah. But, uh, I agree with you there. By the way, did you watch in, and my God, I can't believe I'm asking this question. Did you watch any of Monday night raw tonight? Yeah. Uh, a little, a little bit. I had it on a little bit while I was, did you see the beginning and how it ended? Uh, yes. Okay. Brock? Yeah. Yeah. Um, even though I'm already checked out and I'm not going to watch anything else, really. I got really excited about that. <laughs> Brock's, First of all, I love Cowboy Brock. I really yeah. love Cowboy Brock because that's real, really Brock. That's him. Mm-hmm. But the smile on his face, that <laughs> asshole smile, made he, me so incredibly he, happy. When he shook Cody's hand just a little too hard. Yeah. I think he may have dislocated <laughs> his arm. I really thought he's going to Oh, crap. He just tore his rotator. Yeah, exactly. That was fantastic. So, of course, there's... I think it actually happened, and I didn't see it. I didn't see the match, Cody and Brock versus. Yeah, I tuned um, out before that. Yeah, versus um, whoever Solo and Roman. Roman and Solo. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know much about Solo Sokoa. I just know I don't like him, which is what they want me <laughs> to do. You want. know, so that's yeah. good booking. He's the guy who ruined it for Cody. He's the guy that ruined it for Cody. Or I don't like that, furthered. Their uh, the uh, long term plan of Cody bringing down the WWE from the inside. That's true. That is true. And I'm really excited for the day the day when Tony Khan walks out with him as he ha- as he has that belt around his waist, and we realize this was all a deep fake the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> the whole and time. Tony, Tony and Nick and Connor exactly are actually yeah. brothers. That's right. This is deep capture, man. They've been planning this for thirty years. Cody Rhodes was literally born for this. <laughs> literally. Okay, let's see. Where are we? My God, we're 20 minutes in talking WWE. Um, whether you like WWE, AEW, GCW, or just outlaw mud shows in general, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash fight game media for just $5 a month. You get tons of extra shows, bonus shows, extended shows, lots and lots of shows. Check out our YouTube as well. You'll get full shows there. In fact, early from Power Bombshells and see clips of all the others to figure out what you want to see with your $5 subscription. Again, patreon.com slash fight game media. Listen, Kevin, Kevin can put on a couple pounds right now. He can, he stay, he can mm. put on a couple pounds. He needs this money. Support him for just the cost of one cup of coffee per month. You can keep Kevin Ely alive. <laughs> Please. All right. Please do that. So, what other shows? Do you want to talk about the show? The other shows you watched? Which yes. shows you did watch? Let's do it. First of all, let's talk about one I didn't watch. I had grand plans. You, I was like, I, I'm going to sign up for the fight seven fight, day trial. Fight TV Plus. You're going to yeah. TV Plus. I'm going to watch just have it on 
all the time, all weekend long. You had the you had the peppermint fatty command center set up. Oh my god! And yeah. uh, I think I wa- I watched one match from one show. <laughs> Come on, besides, man! And, and then both nights of WrestleMania. Didn't even watch Bloodsport. No, I didn't get to it. I forgot about Bloodsport. Man, you should yeah. try probably go back and try and watch that while before your seven days are up. Um, Paul, Paul sent me a list of matches to go look up, and then, uh, and then we should go over that. Found list. out that I watched one of the matches he did not send me. Which... <laughs> <laughs> okay. NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that it just got easier to be an NFL fan, even if you live far away. Like maybe you like the Bears, but you're hibernating in Panthers territory. But with NFL Sunday Ticket, your out-of-market team is never more than a short distance away. Specifically, the distance from you to your remote control. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. I just went to my happy place. I just went to Maui, and it was truly amazing. Priceline has always been about getting you to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else, like up to 60% off select hotels in Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Before we get into what I saw, mm-hmm. last week we talked about, we ran down a lot of these shows, mm-hmm. and there's one that we didn't have any information for, which was WrestleMania 3, mm-hmm. Russell Crowe Russell Wrestling, WrestleMania 3. And then we found out offline that it's Jeff Haw- a friend of Jeff Hawkins mm-hmm. runs this promotion, and it was going to be a lot of fun. And then you saw a poster for it. What did you think of the poster? This poster, so Jeff sent this poster... And I said, this is straight out of James's subconscious. <laughs> it says, WrestleMania 3, Russell Crowe will not be wrestling. On the send poster, that to, there's... Uh, send uh, that to my... Put it, drop that in my Facebook, would you? Okay. I will right now as I describe it. In my it. messenger. By the uh, way, follow me at facebook.com slash peppermintfatty. Even though I don't really use Facebook much I was anymore. Gonna say, I, I'm not on the Facebook very much anymore. No to the chagrin of some but so uh this we finally have a list while you're sending me this poster we finally have a list of the matches for this show i went through this show i recognize exactly one name and that is eli everfly that's the only person on the show i know all right kevin just sent me this poster my god this looks like kaiju big battle Meets my backyard, right? That's which is right? amazing. <laughs> There's uh, a man dressed as a pop tart, a woman dressed as a chicken, three small I, dogs. I was gonna name some kind of Sid and Marty Croft creature. Yeah, possibly a Sasquatch. So I now I I know who this pop tart man is because I was gonna <laughs> read you, you. I was gonna read the the listeners three matches off of this: the yeah. Sneaky Snakes. Let's write the Sneaky Snakes. Yep. Versus Rubber Baby, Leather Daddy, and Bear. <coughs> Rubber Baby. Then we have Dark Sheik versus Pop Tart Boy, who I assume that is. Mm-hmm. And then Hood Slam versus the Four Mage. The I'm sorry, the Formage Horseman. <laughs> the Hood Slam is Anton Voorhees, El Chupacabra, 
Rex Stoner and Scott Stoner. Oh, that's a faction. Yes, like a team. and then yes, and then the Formage Horsemen are Ricotta Flair, Gorgonzola Anderson. Oh my God, Parm Anderson, and Tully Blanchetter. <laughs> are they any good? <laughs> nice work, my friend. <laughs> Excellent work. So that's one I didn't see, and I really I kind of want to see now because there was no there was no kaiju big battle to slake my thirst for yes. complete nonsense. But listen, I got a lot of I got a lot of nonsense. So let's go start. Let's see. So I started on Thursday. Yes, I started on Thursday. I saw a few matches on Santino Brothers Wrestling California Love, um, also featuring Eli Everfly. Um, either way, I only saw a couple of those. I was, I was doing, I was actually working at the time, so Mm -hmm. couldn't dig in too deep on that one. But my first big show was Josh Barnett's blood sport. And it was fantastic. Kota Ibushi versus Mike Bailey. I wish there had been ropes for this, but blood sport has no ropes. Those that don't know Josh Barnett's blood sport previously, Matt Riddle's blood sport. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, is pro wrestlers and sometimes MMA artists, mixed martial artists, um, wrestling in a, in, in a manner that seems like MMA. Um, Abushi Mike Bailey was great. Marina Shafir had a great match against Killer Kelly. We had Debbie Boy Smith Jr. versus J.R. Kratos. John Moxley versus Alex Coughlin was, I believe, bloody, if I remember correctly. We had Josh <laughs> no. Barnett versus Tim Thatcher. We had Johnny Bloodsport himself, uh-huh. Johnny Mundo, taking on Royce Isaacs, UUU Amora versus Bad Dude Tito, and Jeff Cobb suplexed a poor man for oh. a while. Yeah. Bloodsport is always worth checking out. I did watch it last year, and it was awesome. Okay, I hope and you I, get a and, chance. And just so we have mentioned AEW a couple of times in this show, Marina Shafir and Bloodsport is a very different Marina Shafir. Yeah, I, I wish we had that exact version yeah. in AEW. That exact version of Marina Shafir would be Sporting a real a Blackpool contender. Combat Club hoodie. Yeah, throw her in Blackpool Combat Club would be phenomenal. Okay, let's see. After that, I saw a couple matches on the Mark Hitchcock Memorial Super Show. Negro Casas versus Ultimo Dragon. Um, and then uh, just a bunch of luchadors going at it. I wanted to see Tom Lawler and his tag team partner. Who I don't know who it was versus Kenta and Brian Keith. I didn't get to see that one. That was who he predicted would be Brian Alvarez, but I guess it wasn't. I don't think it was. I think we would have heard about it by now. Um, but there was somebody showing a replay in the middle of Mania weekend on fight of Tom Lawler and Brian Alvarez versus the Rock and Roll Express. Oh. And I know Brian Alvarez is, is not a large man. Mm-hmm. Um, but my God, Ricky Morton dwarfed him. Ricky <laughs> Morton dwarfed Brian Alvarez, and I didn't know what was happening. <laughs> um, okay, let's see. Next up, DDT goes Hollywood. Konoshke Takeshita versus Yuki U- Ueno was mm. fantastic. Uh, Tetsuya Endo versus Joey Janela, also really good. Endo kind of looked, he reminded me of um, Ibushi in, okay. in a lot of ways. Um, okay. The two matches, I will. I, there's one match here I really liked. Andrew Everett and Nick Wayne versus... Uh, Takisha Masada and Kazu Huguchi and Masada. Okay, but the match I will never forget is the Pheromones. The Pheromones. The Pheromones versus Sanshiro Takagi and Michael Nakazawa. 
Oh, boy. First of all, Michael Nakazawa was in full stooge attire. He had the headset, the headset and everything. Everything. He had the clipboard, the the lanyard. It was fantastic. I'm trying to think of how to describe the pheromones without getting canceled. <laughs> they are flamboyantly gay sexual predators. Oh. It was wild. It was absolutely wild. Um, a lot of crotches and faces uh, against people's will, against Michael Nakazawa's will. It was very entertaining, very funny match. And I was like, man, could they cross any more lines? Yeah. Then a few nights later, they wrestled Bussy. Oh, um, I was about to ask on the... Uh... On, the, I uh, believe, spring, not spring break. Which one was it? It was the DDT versus GCW kind of super show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, um, and of course, that is uh, Effie and um, I can't remember her name right now. Allie Catch. Really, and Allie Catch. I can't believe I knew that. And nice work, by the way, on that. And the thing is, as they used their sexual crotch attacks... Effie was really into it, man. Like, really into it. And I was like, this is too much. We finally found out where my line is. This was too much. I could not finish the match. I couldn't do it. <laughs> oh, man. But Saki Akai versus Vert Vixen was good on that one as well. Um, DDT Goes Hollywood was a very good show. Let's see. What next? Um, New Japan and Impact, Multiverse, United. Oh, yeah. Did you watch that? I watched some of that. I saw Tanahashi... Versus Mike Bailey, which was great. I saw Moose versus Jeff Cobb. I saw that Hoss fight. Let's see. What else? Real quick, how many Mike Bailey matches did you see in total? I saw five, I believe. In like 24 hours, right? 48 hours, I saw five. I saw three or four in 24 hours. And then I think I saw one more, and I didn't see all of them. I did not see all of them. Uh, That man, he did... One match in one part of town on a show, and then through two hours later, I'm watching him in another match on another part of town, and all of them were great. I saw him wrestle Vikingo. Yeah, I saw him wrestle. Oh, so like Tanahashi, like so. I think uh, he. I did watch him wrestle Vikingo. Yeah, it was guy blew his whole payday on Ubers. I liked his matches against his Japanese opponents more, mm-hmm. but he still had a really good match against Vikingo. Really good match. And I guess he's just really small is why he's not in a bigger organization. That's got to be the only reason. Um, although he is an impact, I believe. Mm. So that's not a small organization. I didn't see Kenta Suzuki and I really wanted to. Um, I think that's oh I saw Masha Slamovich versus Diana Prazo versus Giselle Shaw versus Miyu Yamashita. I saw that one. Um no my my feed for that one went out halfway through and I've been slow on getting that one uh acquiring the whole show to watch since then. But I'm oh I saw I saw this Fred Rosser, Alex Coughlin, Callahan PCO versus Eddie Edwards, Joe Hendry, Tom Lawler, and, and J.R. Kratos. Wow. And I just kept looking at the ring thinking, who would have thought in 2023 we'd be watching PCO 
in a yeah. in a in a Frankenstein gimmick. Yeah. <laughs> doing a pretty good job, like really looking like Frankenstein. Yeah. Yeah. Uh let's see. What was my next show? I I don't think I saw any of GCW for the culture. I didn't see any of that. I could have watched that one. I got up late the next day. I was up so late the first night. Let's see. Jimmy Lloyd's Degeneration F. I saw one match on that show. Just wasn't into many of the wrestlers there. But I didn't. There was an East-West Express, which is Jordan Oliver and Nick Wayne match Mm -hmm. that I do want to go back and watch. Anything with them I want to see. Nick Wayne is so good at such a young age. Yeah. It's shocking. Like, his... The way he sells moves yeah. is some of the best I've seen in so long. It's and he again he's so young. He is gonna be phenomenal, but he's he's really small. So I think he's gonna be and I mean he does have the uh, the the AEW contract, but he is gonna be mm-hmm. an indie superstar for a lot of years. Yeah, I just hope I he did, didn't I didn't see Tokyo Yoshi Joshi Pro. I would really like to see that one. Let's see. DDT versus GCW. Mao and Mike Bailey versus Nick Wayne and Jordan Oliver. Definitely watch that one if you can. Okay. Um, saw Dark Sheep versus Saki Akai. Uh, Joy Janela versus Yuki Ueno was good. Uh, I didn't see the whole thing. There's a couple of these where I'm not sure if I saw them. By the way, Daisuke uh, Sasaki mm-hmm. looked so different than when I saw him nine years ago like totally new look dark hair dark outfit that's the one with bussy and the pheromones where i had to walk away for a little while so i think that's why i didn't finish the show <laughs> there were more than i could handle um now we get to roh Supercard of honor um i've not finished this yet i've just started watching okay. but every match i've seen so far really good how far into it are you Okay, I am. I've okay, so I've seen Athena versus Yuka. Okay, I've seen Vikingo versus Commander. Mm-hmm. I believe I am in the middle of Daniel Garcia versus Tanahashi. Okay, I've also seen Samojo Mark Briscoe. I am. I can talk about on the surface level a lot about this show. Okay, but you know the results. Yeah, okay. yeah, because. I'm like the, one of the reasons I'm just now getting to this show is because I learned the results that night. Mm. This was going on. Table it. What's that? So you were just like table it till later. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is I I was working during this show, so I couldn't watch it live. Right. Right. And I find out Claudio beat Eddie Kingston. I was really disappointed about that. Yeah. I didn't think Mark Briscoe was going to beat Samoa Joe, but when I found out he lost, that just took some wind out of my sails. I um, I saw Dante Martin's ankle separate from his body. Yep, that was horrifying. Who? Okay, in pro wrestling history, the last person we saw suffer that devastating an ankle injury was Flying Brian Pelman. They defused his ankle, and he was a, had to be a completely different wrestler. Yeah. I'm concerned this is going to change Dante Martin forever. Now we are. 30 years in the future, right? Surgery techniques are better, but an ankle for a high flyer like him. Yeah. That's I think potentially devastating. I don't think anyone has officially confirmed anything, but no, I haven't seen anything. There was some discussion somewhere. And I'm trying to think of how credible it was. I can't remember where I heard it 
that it was like a fairly clean broken bone, like fibula, okay. uh, tibia, and what are if the two that's lower it, bones? And that if it, if it's just the bones being broken and the yeah. ligaments and tendons and ankles and all that is six or eight okay. months and he's back. Six or eight months, he's probably he's probably okay. Uh, and I hope that's the case because that was horrifying and it was infuriating. I was so angry. It 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 ruined my mood for friends. the rest of the night because I, when they were about to, when they set it up, you I knew thought, they shouldn't be doing this. They should not be doing this. Yeah, and they shouldn't have. <laughs> no, they shouldn't have. And there's no there's people. You know, people go, hey, things happen. It can happen any kind of move. And usually, when awful things happen, it's actually some of the most pedestrian stuff. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that when you set up four tables and try to do a flipping move off of a ladder on a bouncing <laughs> rope that you are going to be in control. Yeah. Yeah. I was, so, I was angry. There's, I don't know. It's, it's one of those things where there's talk about you want to be in when you're using gimmicks in the ring. Mm-hmm. It's something you need. You need to be in control of those gimmicks. Right. As in, if you throw a chair and it leaves your hands, you're no longer in control of it. Or throw a ladder at Finn Balor in a hell of a yes. match. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's how people get hurt or yep. get cut on a show that can't show blood. Right. Anything to do with ladders, you're largely out of control of. Mm-hmm. I say, and for me, as, as much fun as these matches are, mm-hmm. I'm not saying end ladder matches. How yeah. about we end ladder matches with 30 people? How about we have one-on-one ladder matches? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And minimize the amount of, 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 of ways people could get injured in them. So those three things together, Mark losing, Eddie losing, Dante Martin being mm-hmm. potential career-ending injury, depending on, on what the injury actually mm-hmm. is, mm-hmm. was not excited to come back. But I heard it was a great show. I heard it was potentially the best show of the weekend. I wouldn't say that. I it was it was good. I, I I felt the same way that you did, except that I watched it. Like I watched it, and it and it's not. I'm not someone who's going to get. You know, I don't know. This tested it. Like you, you talk about Mark losing, Eddie losing, Cody losing. Um, you know, if Sammy and Ko had had lost, I would have burned the place down. But uh, <laughs> but typically, I'm not going to like hate a show because of you know the the person I wanted to win didn't win. Yeah. But it did when I was done with it. I just kind of like, oh, hmm. It takes a lot of wind out of your sails, it took, man. That's, that's, the, that's a good way to put it. And that here's here's one thing I will say about that ladder match. Number one, a lot of the stuff they were doing other than that. Mm. Who Penta won it, and, by the way? Penta and, Phoenix, uh, Penta and Phoenix. Okay. Penta and Phoenix excluded. Most of the rest of them were doing about as controlled ladder spots as you could gotcha. like a flat back bump onto a table to crash, you know, or things like that. When I look at this lineup, I, I would think the Lucha brothers yeah. and top flight would be the ones do trying to do crazy stuff yeah. with ladders. The kingdom's going to stay largely earthbound. Aussie open's going to stay largely earthbound. Jalistico Dr- and Roosh. They were kind of in the middle. Here's what, here, here's what I'll say about, the the I was we were bagging on the kingdom last week about how stale they are why are they even in this they're probably going to yeah. win because it's the 
most boring choice. We did keep saying they're good wrestlers. They were very good in this match. Right. They were excellent in this match. And they also were the team that I was the most uh, into because they were the ones who were literally wearing Jay Briscoe's name on their arms. Oh, I would have cheered for them then. They came out to do a Jay Briscoe tribute match. I love that. And, um, you know, at the end, the Lucha Brothers win. Uh, Mark Briscoe comes out to present them with the title, the old title belts. Then FTR comes out to pose with them. Uh, as they're posing, Mark goes down and hugs um, Mike Bennett and Matt Taven separately. Right. You know, just like a nice moment or whatever. And it was it was actually a nice moment. And just because we were dragging them last week, I want to give them their flowers this week. I appreciate the that. Kingdom, uh, the kingdom was, they were rock solid this well, week. Well, I'm looking they, forward they to watching the stars that. the show to me that part of this match. Did you see Kevin? Did you see Kevin Owens press conference after winning the yes, title? I did. He, yes. he really, really went out of his way to mention Jay and Mark. Yeah. There and I love well. their, uh, I loved their shout out to super dragon and PWG and yeah. Wearing the PWG logo on their tights during the match. It, was... it really, when you hear things like that, it makes you realize that the only reason AEW didn't have them, get him mm-hmm. is they just didn't have the money at the time. Yeah. And I've seen some things this week about how there was kind of two groups of guys. And I don't know what, how true this is at all, but it was a W is choosing between CM Punk, Brian Danielson and Adam Cole. Mm-hmm. And on the other side, it was Kevin Steen, El Generico and the Usos. Because they had a real shot, apparently, at getting the Usos. Wow. Yeah. Imagine how different. How different things would be. I, I, I mean, I would say. It's a shame. Kevin, Sammy. CM Punk and gotten Kevin. Yeah. I think Kevin made the right choice. I think, that, I think I, the Usos are definitely better off than they would yes. have been in AEW. Everybody's better off in WWE that stayed. Yeah, they I are. would say so. Mm-hmm. Because I I didn't think at the time Sami Zayn would ever do any would ever be a top guy, and he's a top guy right now, and uh, you know just didn't see that coming. Totally wrong on that one. But I don't. Again, Adam Cole he made the right choice because he was going to be a manager, right? And now um, he's a reality show star. Yeah, and Brian Danielson's getting to wrestle all the guys he wanted to wrestle. Yep. So I think he made the right choice. Um. And CM Punk got his muffins, so everybody got what they want. Punk, Punk can make the best choice the wrong choice. <laughs> yes, he can. Yes, he can. Okay. Um, what are the what are the best matches from this show that I really need to go watch? <laughs> I would recommend. Uh, so you already saw Vikingo and Commander. Yes, that was fun. A lot um, of fun. And the kind of ROH thing where it's like you know like the old ECW where they just bring in these, you know, this is wrestling from around the world kind of thing. Yeah. I'm really excited um, about Yuta and Shibata. Yuta and Shibata, I was going to say, that's the, if you're going to watch one match that you haven't seen, that's the one. And for me, especially Shibata was my favorite new Japan wrestler when he was active. Right. And, uh, was so sad when his career ended, but now apparently it hasn't. Maybe some new life there in the pure division and the pure division. It was really cool how the match was different. You could tell that, that, that Shibata was working a style that was right for him and that Yuta was 
changing how Yuta works. So I think if he if he has more defenses, it'll be really cool. I think it'll yeah. be a really cool reign. And they 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 ended the show with Shibata and Eddie squaring off with uh, Claudio and Yuta. Wow! So, like they're pushing Shibata as like a one babyface. You know, that's exciting. Like the sting of ROH. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. I mean, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm down with that as long as he's taking care of himself. And I wouldn't say I'd trust him to take care of himself. Yeah. But I get paid on Wednesday. I'm finally going to get Honor Club. I could do it right now, but my stupid old man brains like I've got to, got to save my money till Wednesday, just in case. I just like my subscriptions to pay on Wednesday. Yeah, I like all my bills to hit at once. Yeah, I got you. Okay, so. I want to hop hop back okay. into the past with the first matches I watched this this last week, and that was AEW Dynamite. It was mm-hmm. a it was a really good show. Well, it was a really packed show, I should say. Yeah, yeah. And that we started out with Jack Perry versus Matt Hardy. wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Um, it was oh, fun. Matt Hardy, yeah. the Matt Hardy and uh, Ethan Page wackiness it's a it's a lot it's, of fun it is fun um and i think it's gonna be extra fun next week yes it will yes it will because it's gonna be it's gonna be um ethan page versus uh jungle versus, Boy, hook. Right? versus hook that's right and that's right and there's some sort of secret stipulation that ethan signed it without knowing what the stipulation is oh my god that's gonna be great so Blackpool Combat Club beat Dalton and the boys. I don't think that was ever in question. <laughs> basically just Claudio abusing a boy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I was disappointed we didn't get the big swing with both boys at the same time. Yeah, that's true. I'm sure that was going to happen. Uh, Kenny Omega, Jeff Cobb. What did you yeah, think of that one? I think I liked it better than the Vikingo match. Just yeah. because I think I like that style better. I really, all I want is Jeff Cobb suplexing people. And yeah. I was excited to see him back, even just for one match. Um, did you like Orange Cassidy and the Butcher? I don't remember it. <laughs> I mean, I think I see, do. I have a fond, boat. I have a fond recollection, but I can't I remember too. any details. I do too, but I can't remember anything I, about but it. I love the Butcher, and I like Orange. And, and Orange Cassidy yeah. is really always great. So, do you have any memories of Ruby and Willow Nightingale? Uh, yeah, I thought that was decent, and I liked the story they told about them being friends. And you yeah, know, and, and um, I I think Ruby is actually a much better heel than I expected. Yeah, that I agree with you on a hundred percent. And you kind of said like I'm look. You said you were looking forward to seeing yeah what she do as a heel, and you were right on that. She's been very good. Yeah, I think she's been really good, and uh. Um, it was all of, you know, a backdrop for Rio to come out again, swinging her yeah. arms and, and then Jamie had to come out and save her and tower <laughs> over her Yes, as, yes. as Rio, as Rio, I like how even Rio, like, you know, she motions for the belt around her waist and even like the, like the motions that she makes around her waist are almost like the belt's too big for her. Yeah. Like most people like do it around the waistline. She's like doing it around her sternum. Like, like and remember when she had the belt. Swallow me. When she had the belt, it was a much smaller belt. Yeah, it was a little belt. Now it's a gigantic. Yeah. I I think she would have. Which I'm a big fan of big belts. I love giant belts. She would have to have a ring attendant 
to help yeah. me with the belt now. You can bring back Lulu Pencil just to oh my god, to her I belt. I forgot about Lulu Pencil. I literally forgot she existed. That's all I'm going to Google the rest of the night is what Lulu Pencil's been up to. One of the greatest acts in pro wrestling history. <laughs> um, okay, Adam Cole, Daniel Garcia. Uh, that was kind of it was. I was good. I would like to see them have like a real match, like a yeah. It was a very TV match. Not it was TV very time and commercials. Yeah, and, and it was very just like you know Adam Cole. It was all about like is he you know I think they were kind of doing some things where he kind of fudged some moves a little bit. Some people, yeah. you know, um, and. But I liked it. I liked that they ended with the confetti and Brit coming out. Yeah, I loved that. I yeah. loved Brit coming out at the end. Yeah, that was great. They, they went. Yeah, they made a big deal out of it. They went all the way on that to to make them the it couple. And uh, I guess it didn't pay off in the ratings after that night. But I guess it's because everyone watched it Saturday night. Did you see the ratings for the Saturday night? Huge. You sent them to me. All, That's right. All access. Huge. Huge. Yeah. Like uh, that. AW that was all like access. that was like a. So it was like night. a not good dynamite number. It was, yeah, it was, I believe, 778,000. Yeah. Now, that was coming off. They only held 10% of the audience. Right. But that's still a big number. Yeah. Those people saw that show. And it'll be interesting to see if they're going to try and see it, see week two. Yeah, that's what I'm interested in. Because I didn't see the, the Wednesday. The downside, Wednesday, up. it tanked. Okay. I mean, like, really bad. Let's see. Uh, it I can't remember the numbers, but it was Blood like it shockingly low, and I and my only theory is that everyone watched it already. Uh, yeah. So it'll be really interesting to see what happens uh, Wednesday night. Let's see. Uh, Control F. AEW. They also showed it twice. They did it for two hours. They showed it and reran it immediately. Let's see. Okay, so AEW Dynamite did eight hundred and thirty-three thousand, mm-hmm. um, and All Access did three hundred and twenty-eight thousand. That's not good. It's but not good, was, but in in terms of it was the number thirty show on the night. Yeah, which isn't terrible, and it did better than Slap Fight did in the same yeah. slot, and it did better than reruns of Young Sheldon did before okay. that. So, the, in terms of retention. It did better than what they've tried before. Yeah. But if you just compare it to what they did the other night, I hope that just the gamble of showing that Saturday night helps. I really hope it does. I really hope it does. I hope it can get up to four or 500,000. And that would be a really great number at 10 o'clock. And you haven't gotten to watch it yet, have you? No, I actually, I had it pulled up. If we, if we did the show one hour later, I would have seen it. Cause I realized like, I can talk about the wins and the losses on ROH, mm-hmm. but like this is something I really want to talk about. So I think we should delve deep into that okay. next week because um, I I really do want to talk about it. Or maybe we can do uh, maybe we can do a fifteen twenty minute bit on it uh, during the week, yeah, and kind of review it and, and put it out there on YouTube or something. See what yeah. uh, see what the boss thinks about that. Okay, again, this was a stack card: Sammy versus Takeshita. Yeah, that was that's one of those matches. It was like it was good, but it just got lost in my memory of the weekend. Yeah, of the amazing matches that were all all week. I need to, as you, if you do go back and watch any of these shows, mm-hmm. like let me know. 
because okay. I will hop on or just, and we'll watch the same show or the same match that you watched because my memory of all of it, it's like I can talk a little bit about a lot of shows, but I can't get deep into most things other than what I watched last night tonight, which is all WWE stuff, unfortunately. Um, Ty Valkyrie versus Marina Shafir. I wish it was the, I wish it was Bloodsport. Yeah. Shafir really do. Bloodsport Ty, hadn't she done Bloodsport before? I Maybe. She I might have she had, last year. Maybe, I can't yeah. remember. But Taya can be awesome at times. And uh and so both both yeah. both two of the matches on this made me I was disappointed a bit because I don't I want Marine I want Marina to get better than she's gotten. Yeah. And uh because she's really unique. And especially I don't like Takeshta just get taken another loss just so Sammy Kavara can stay in the MGF story. Me either. Me either. Um, Takeshita had some great matches over the weekend, and I think they were probably all better than this one. Um, So what's interesting is I watched, I thought I watched all of Dynamite, but now I realize I might have turned it off before it was over. (laughs) When you realized that Juice Robinson was next? I had no clue that match happened. I had no clue. Now, I'm glad I didn't see it. But I'm gonna have to go back. That was the main event of this yeah. garbage. Yeah, this Mark awesome Henry announced show. it and everything. Oh, that's right. Because this Geico caveman dude. Oh my god, <laughs> he's so, so bad. How how was the match? It was what you'd exactly. Was it what so bad? Think. Yeah, it wasn't so much that it was bad. It was just, it was just uh, a whole lot of not caring. Like yeah. it was action Andretti working really hard to do really impressive things. And then juice Robinson just kind of bouncing around for it and then beating him out of nowhere. Right. And yeah, it was like, could do without it. And another thing, action Andretti, like I'm look, I'm not like on the action Andretti train, but like, if you're going to invest in the guy, don't have him just lose to juice Robinson no. and set up Ricky Starks. I, I just realized Kevin, I watched a W dynamite until Sammy Guevara beat Takeshita, and I thought that was the main event. And oh. I didn't see the QT thing, thank God. <laughs> I didn't see Ethan sign the contract with Hook. Yeah. I didn't see Best Friends beat Kings of the Black Throne. By DQ. By DQ. Um, I didn't see so much of this stuff. I didn't, <laughs> like, I was just saying, oh, I, I just well, thought, night oh, I was a forgot busy night. Taya versus Marina. I didn't see Taya versus Marina now. Is what I'm realizing. Yeah. But I know the other Marina Shafir match was better at Bloodsport. Yeah. Just pretend that was on Rampage. Okay. Now, I have no idea who's coming up this week on Dynamite. Let's All see. Right. This week is a loaded show. Take, take in me Long Island. It. Awesome. So, MJF Day. Yep. He's already gotten the key to the city. Uh, I, I hope they do a package of him letting himself in to various places around the city <laughs> with this giant key. Yes. He was just given the key to the city of the town of Oyster Bay. Oh my God. There's a, there's photos on uh, AEW's Twitter of him with the okay. mayor receiving the key and uh, <laughs> with the smug look on his face. It's fantastic. I can only hope that he swore at somebody during the ceremony. Tony Khan has an important announcement that will not be, Anywhere near the biggest be, announcement of the week. 
it'll be the most underwhelming thing ever. It could be huge, and it would be underwhelming. Yeah, it would be compared underwhelming. to this week. Maybe Tony's growing a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the perfect <laughs> announcement. I want him to come in with his dad's exact mustache. Yeah. Just Take coming out with the mustache face. and oh, let's go. Oh my god, that would be amazing. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh don't know what that's gonna be. It could be a new show, it could be announcing the London show, it could be I'm announcing thinking the Collison, Heart. yeah. Uh it could be the Collison show. Um who knows? Could be Jay White. <laughs> All right, take me through these matches, and I'll tell you how much I want to see them. Okay, Juice Robinson versus Ricky Starks. Just shoot me in the head. All right, Jamie Hayter versus Riho. That's a good match, but why? Right. They're on the same side. Right. Why do that? I'm sure it's going to play a major part. It's kind part. of a, right. But it's, it's clearly kind of, a setup for something. It's kind of like something out of the days when they were still counting wins and doing the rankings. Yeah. It's like, well, exactly. she won three in a row. She's got to get a shot. Yeah. FTR versus the Guns, tag titles versus FTR's AEW career. I am trepidatiously excited for this. Uh-huh. I feel like FTR should be winning this. Uh-huh. If they but don't, this week? <laughs> shoot me in the head. <laughs> yeah, week? exactly. This week. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, Watch I'm hoping Cody Rhodes bring match. in FTR and CM Punk to back him up oh, man. against the bloodline. That would don't make me watch WWE again. <laughs> don't threaten me with a good time. Yeah. Um, House of Black versus Best Friends and Orange Cassidy for the trios titles after all in after wrecking them. <laughs> all in on this. After I got to go back and watch the other one. They got disqualified for kicking too much ass. Yeah. Uh, Hook versus Ethan Page with an unknown stipulation. My theory is that if Hook wins, Matt is released from his contract, and it's the that payoff. would be great. So a, I'm ex- I may be more excited for this one than any of the other ones. I, I I like seeing Hook progress in the guys he's wrestling. This is the best guy he's wrestled so far. Like I in so, yeah. storyline, this is the top guy he's going to have wrestled. Um, and Ethan Page is a guy he can't just run through. Yeah. I'm excited about this. Yeah, I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be very sports entertaining, but it'll be very fun. Yeah. Sammy Guevara versus Commander. That'll be, I mean, that'll be a fun match. There's yeah. no way it won't be. Yeah, it'll be fun. Commander will lose. Uh, it's interesting that they're doing this thing where all the three guys who want to challenge MJF have to keep winning. And Sammy's got two matches in a row on two shows, and Darby right. hasn't wrestled yet. Yeah, that's maybe, a great... Maybe Darby's hurt and he's resting up. I assume he's always hurt, but yeah. I don't know what's going on there. Uh, the Acclaimed will answer the Jericho Appreciation Society's invitation to join them after taking them out on the town last week, which we didn't even talk about. Did you watch I that segment? I didn't see that. They, they had a whole moron. video package where uh, uh, Menard and uh, Angelo took the Acclaimed out to party all night. I really took him really, to the restaurant. Billy Gunn. I bet that was one's on just, YouTube. Billy Gunn was sloppy drunk. <laughs> they had a great time. And then they were like, let's keep it going. Join the Jericho appreciation society. And, um, Anthony Bowen said, well, we'll give you our answer on Wednesday. I am, um, 
Okay, let's see if I can pull this up. Also, I probably need to mute this pretty quickly. Um, and then the Blackpool Combat Club, which we also forgot to mention, reformed all four members. That was huge. That, that was, was huge. absolutely huge. With Brian Daniels, Barry the lead there. That was that's that was the biggest thing last week. Well, we both forgot most of the things that happened this week. Right. <laughs> um, Brian Danielson just beating the living shit out of Kenny Omega yeah. in the middle of the ring, and it kind of reminded you of why you were excited. Brian Danielson yes. came to AW in the first place. Mm-hmm. Is that and now, of course, now we're gonna get we're gonna get our we're going to get Adam Page, Kenny Omega, and the Bucks versus the complete package Blackpool Combat Club. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait for that match. Yeah, that'll be awesome. You know now, what? Matt Jackson is hurt. Yeah. So it's uh, probably so going to be, be out, but they have Takeshita in the wings. They have Takeshita in the wings. They have Adam Cowles. Page in the wings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, if they're, if they would go that direction. Um, also, like, let's throw in seven or eight ladders and just see what happens. Yeah, let's see who <laughs> that worked really well last week. So. Right? Like, let's go. Let's let's roll. Let's end some careers. <laughs> oh man, that was. Um, see, I saw that. I saw that. Was that the very end of the show? No. Okay, that's what it was then. I um, I think I thought that was the end of the show. And I missed some of the other stuff. Either way, I got to figure that out. So Rampage, 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 and Battle of the Belts is this Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, this Friday. Friday. Yeah, yeah, it's live. Both of them are live. Well, I'm really. Gl- it's frustrating, man. I yeah. want my wrestling on Sunday. I need my wrestling on Sunday because my job. But if I get it recorded, I've got some good stuff to watch this weekend. It's nice to know that rest like. After you overdose on wrestling for a weekend, it's it, you miss it. And so mm-hmm. that'll be good. Hopefully we'll get some good matches on there. Although they could be you never know with Battle of the Belts. If we had know. a if we had a big one, <laughs> like a really exciting one ever. Not since uh well, um like no, Cody that, and Sammy had a match that yeah, was awesome. That was, the team that was a great that was match. The last one. That was a really good wasn't that Cody's last match in AEW? I can't remember if that was on Battle of the Belts or if it was or if rampage. it was on rampage, I think that was a rampage match. I think it was. Yeah, I think that was his last match. Um, what did you think of Athena versus Yuka? Uh, I thought it was fun, but I the whole time I was really worried about Yuka. I got gotcha. you. Why were you worried a, about her? She just took a spill early, and I think it was really just her selling, and I fell for it. Right that made it look like she was knocked silly and she was being kind of slow and gotcha. And I just, uh, my heart went out to her <laughs> Okay, well, and I was, it, it took me out where I was like, is she okay? Is it cool? They're doing this, but it was fine. I'm trying to pull up I the think, WrestleMania. I will say our Athena is awesome. Yeah. I, well, again, something that should have been on dynamite is ROH Athena. So I'm yeah. trying to find WrestleMania night one. Let's see. You know what? It's on WrestleMania. What was this? 39? Yes. WrestleMania. 
39. I don't know. Philly seems so odd for the next one for some reason. trying to type nine in and this nine would not enter on my <laughs> on my uh keyboard here all right let's look over this one because we still have some time let's see you know what we need to talk about we need to talk about one of the greatest wrestlemania moments in history and that is <laughs> night two i think i know where you're going night two snoop dog Letting Miz know that he has a match against Shane McMahon. Yeah. Here comes the money plays. Oh, my gosh. 58-year-old. I don't know how old he is. Yeah. Shane Shane O'Mac dances out like he's 19 still. Yes. Fresh off of telling someone backstage, I don't need to stretch. I hope that's true. (laughs) I hope that's 100% true. By the way... Fresh off his firing last year for riding himself into a WrestleMania match. Right, right. He yeah. gets fired, Making, so he's not on Mania yeah. last year. He yeah. comes out at Mania this year, and I'm like, you've got to be kidding. You've got to be kidding. He literally dances around the Miz, punches him in the face, and then goes down like his... like his does a leapfrog, his, yeah. And, yeah, and, like his ACL exploded, mm-hmm. which I'm assuming it did. They tore his quad. It, in the tradition in the tradition is, of the mcmahon family yes like like his brother triple h and his father vince exactly he right. tore his quad in, in a key moment I, I, i'm assuming there's already master cuts of all of these cut together on youtube and snoop saved the day snoop completely saved the day Snoop's what a was, what a professional clear, i'm sure he had an earpiece in and they probably told him you've got to get in there. Yeah. And he walked up and he punched Miz in the face multiple Who also times. was a complete professional. Yeah. Just realized what I've got to do is just lay down for Snoop yeah. right now to save and this segment. Snoop dropped a 17-minute people's elbow. Yep. Which was phenomenal. And apparently uh, there's a clip where you can hear the ref telling him people's elbow. <laughs> which which kind of, kind of, I was like, what yeah. an amazing guy that if if he if it came up with him being like, this is my chance, I'm doing the people's elbow yeah. at WrestleMania. But I love that Snoop knows the people's elbow and knew yeah. the setup, knew to hit the ropes. Yep. One side, the other side. And the slowdown, yeah. And yeah, people are like, oh, the worst people's elbow ever. Snoop did this, no practice, out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Yeah. I absolutely love that Snoop saved the day. I did hate the fact that Snoop took off his glasses, took off his shades, and revealed he's 95 years old. That's right. <laughs> um, I wish he would have left the glasses on. Yeah. But uh, Snoop was an MVP. Talk about a WrestleMania moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you see him driving Rey Mysterio out? Yeah. Yeah. That was great. That was fantastic. Snoop is, like, have Snoop on every year. Like, there's no reason not to have him on every year. Yeah. Until you know he's 120 like Vince, um, and he's got the well, you know what? He's not going to have to die his hair. He's good. Yeah. Uh, Logan Paul might be the most talented uh, young wrestler ever. 
Oh my gosh. Insane. His third match. Yeah. Ever. Mm-hmm. Not his third pro match. His third match, period. Mm-hmm. That's insane. It this is insane. like this is bigger than Hook. Oh yeah, um, Hook can't do that. And it's not just the wrestling. Like Hook is the wrestler. Right. It's the talk talking, it's the selling, it's the ring, psychology. It's how he carries himself. It's the ability to be a spectacle. Mm-hmm. He he knows how to draw the attention to himself. Like you said, the way he carries himself. And I'm at first, like a lot of people were saying, man, imagine what he could do if he could pay attention to this. Yeah. I believe he's done with boxing. His brother's the boxer now. Mm-hmm. He's done. He fought Floyd Mayweather Jr., Right. What more can you you do do with boxes? Right. Yeah. Now his whole thing is prime. Right. And he's wrestling in WWE and prime is one of the biggest sponsors of the UFC. Right. Perfect synergy for this new company. Yeah. There's no reason for him to not go all in on this new company and perhaps, perhaps, be one of the keys to bring a boxing division together mm. within this company as a promoter. And that's it. Just as a promoter. Um, here's a, here's a thought that you just spurred in yeah. regards to UFC. Do you think UFC will be preserved as a like quote, serious fighting organization, so. or do you think they will start to introduce more like freak show fights? Like I thought you were about to say, Maybe Logan Paul will try MMA. No, and do um, like a, here's a here's a celebrity spectacle match, uh, you know, that's second from the top under the title match or something. You know, one of I, it might be Logan. One of the Paul brothers said they are going to wrestle an MMA match, and he has he has a wrestling background. He was a high school wrestler. I don't I don't think he was a college wrestler. He might have been. I wouldn't I wouldn't hate it if they did the occasional CM Punk fight. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm but occasional, like not making a regular thing of it, like maybe one a year, one every two years. Um, But Logan Paul's one of the few people I think they might do it for because I think they learned their lesson with CM Punk. Watch him be awesome. He'd be, he would be awesome. He'd be, he can box. He can box and he can wrestle. You're not going to get embarrassed if you're fighting someone at your level. If you can box and you can wrestle, CM Punk couldn't box. He couldn't wrestle. All he could do was BJJ. Yeah. And he was 40, 40 something years old trying to compete with eight, 19 year old guys who can do everything. Who've been cross training right. their entire career. Right. It, that it was a terrible matchup. Like CM Punk's first matchup was who you would want to match him up with. If you want to embarrass him. Mm-hmm. And it's a real shame. I thought it was stupid booking. Uh, just like I thought it was stupid booking when they when they booted um, Kimbo Slice after one loss, the man with the yeah. highest ratings in MMA history, right. a man who had wins over top guys, not top guys of that era, but mm-hmm. major draws. He had wins over. Yeah, you cut him after. Like uh, to me, it's one of the two stupidest things UFC's ever. Who was the guy? Who was the guy? He fought. Uh, he fought who's the guy Kimbo. that beat him? No, it was the guy who fought Kimbo, who was kind of a phenom too. He just kept beating people out of nowhere. Houston Alexander. Houston Alexander. I believe that was a that was a terrible fight. That was a terrible fight. But he was one of those guys that was like, he would just win and win and win. And he beat like, didn't he beat like Chuck? I'm pulling this up. 
Uh, thing is, Houston Alexander beat some really. He beat really some real good, people, good and then he lost once, and it was like he was done. Like it yeah. was like the dream's over. Let's see. I don't know there was, was a guy like that, that in but I was right as well. Okay, Houston Alexander pulling up his Wikipedia as we speak. Let's see. So when he fought, let's see. Okay, when he entered the UFC, he was six and one. He beat Keith Jardine. He was seven and one. Beat Alessio Sakara. Then he lost three straight. Then he beat a guy named Sherman Pendergast and then beat Kimbo Slice on the okay. Ultimate Fighter Heavyweights finale. So he had, already, he had already lost before he got to Kimbo. Yeah, the big thing, the big win was Keith Jardine. That's Jardine think, was the one I was thinking of. You were thinking of when you Chuck. said Chuck. Yeah. yeah. And that's a big win. That's a huge win. Yeah. And it was such a big deal. He beat him in 48 seconds that his entire reputation was built off of that. Right. And I think the problem is that shot him up against competition he wasn't ready for. And that's why he started losing. It wasn't because he was he was a joke. It was just because they they skyrocketed him a little too high, a little too quickly. Yeah. He um he went went on a four fight win streak a little late a few years later against and one of those guys was Remy Terry Sokaju who was the pride version. He was the pride version of that. Sokaju started his MMA career 2-0. and His third pro fight was against Glover Teixeira. It's not good. He lost that. His next fight was a 23-second knockout of, big, of Antonio Rogerio Nogueira. Big knock. Maybe a little knock. One of the knocks. Then his next fight was a first-round KO of Ricardo Arona, who was one of the greatest of that era. And it's just like ever and, – and again, then he started fighting competition, just nothing but killers. And after you beat Arona and Nog, you're going to fight nothing but killers. And both he and Houston Alexander are guys who maybe could have been some – I always think Sokoju might have been a guy who could have been an all-time great – but he act, he accidentally got matched up with top guys too soon. And that's a real shame. And who knows with Houston Alexander could have been yeah. a similar thing. Yeah. Could have well, at least a been a guy who was, uh, who was, um, uh, black beast level. Whose name actual name. I can't remember offhand. Um, yeah. Yeah. My balls is hot. Yeah. My balls is hot. Exactly. <laughs> I can't believe I can't remember his name. I I'm tired. I, yeah. I just think about, uh, shoot, just <laughs> the greatest interview in MMA history. I got I got distracted because I, uh, uh, yeah, that was that one uh, took out the uh, previous champion, which was Kimbo Slice, saying, "I'm done, Gus." Yeah, <laughs> listen, I think about "I'm done, Gus" once a month, and I have every month <laughs> since he said, "I'm done, Gus." That those. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't mind that being on my gravestone on my head. I would not mind it. That would be that would work in a lot of ways, yeah. The thing is, if fifty thousand people saw my headstone, which will not, one person might start laughing. And that would be that that would be worth it. And that person would not stop laughing. Yeah. Forever. Um 
No, they exactly. They would laugh every month as well. Austin Theory versus John Cena. That was real. I enjoyed that one. Um, let's see. Did not watch the next one. Didn't care about that. The tag match was good. That was a good one. Yeah, okay. it was really good. Actually, it was. It, I had it that was very. On. It was very just like showcase all the moves. Yeah, in quick so succession. This so this show started at, I believe five my time, uh-huh. and um, I start my teams call to run on patrol live social at five 30. That's why I could watch Austin versus Cena. Um, but then with all the pomp and circumstance, mm-hmm. all my stuff started by the next one. Right. So I, I saw a good bit of Ray versus Dominic Mysterio. That was really fun. Dom's entrance was incredible. It was really incredible. Um, loved Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte. That was I great that match. Yeah. And I'm got the second longest amount of time on the card. Um, I saw a little bit of Pat McAfee versus The Miz, mainly the very end of that it. That was bad. Yeah, that they should <laughs> that, was that should not have happened. Yeah, and then um, I need to go back and rewatch Kevin and Sammy versus The Usos. I saw bits and pieces, but I, I can't I was, say I saw the match. About as perfect. It was about as perfect as you could get. Everything okay, I'm really looking I mean, forward to watching. It was that. one of I those matches the where you would sit there and think. This needs to happen, and then this needs to happen, and then this needs to happen, and then this needs to happen, and it happened exactly that way, but in a great way. You want to know what I, I really enjoyed um, on night two? Hmm. I enjoyed the fact that that, that um, Gunther won. Yeah, that was, that was one where like the favorite didn't win, and and I didn't, and I liked it. Yeah, I I, I love that they're 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 going with they're going with Gunther, the former Walter. Um, yeah. Wish he was still Walter. And I really like Seamus, by the way. And I feel like Seamus and Drew are both guys that if they were in any other promotion in American history, mm-hmm. they would pro- like if they were in Mid South, they oh, would yeah. be undisputed champions. Yeah. Yeah. With maybe a run where they lose to Dr. Death. Right. And I feel like if they were in AEW, either one could be a world champion as well. Just yeah. they are in. They're giants in a sea of giants, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and they're giants who can work in a sea of giants who can work. Um, I saw all of Bianca versus Oscar, and that was a really good match. It's one of my, I honestly think it was one of the better matches I, I saw over the weekend. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Um, unfortunately I saw edge versus Finn. <clears throat> yeah. That was, I kept trying was, to fast forward and, and then realize that I was live. Yeah, <laughs> like, and then like I'd sit there and oh it's live I can't do that and then I yeah. keep watching and then like a couple minutes later I'd go, I just like hit the button again to try to fast forward. I felt like, which I felt bad because Finn worked his tail off. I feel like if I were to try and describe the match to somebody, it was like Finn got a little bit of offense, and then he got trapped behind some lightsabers in the corner, <laughs> and then they threw things at him. Mm-hmm. And then he came into the ring and something was thrown at him and he bled and they ended the match. Yeah. Pretty, That's kind of what I remember. Much, pretty much. That's most of it. Um, I didn't realize Snoop has an official win now. As I'm Does looking he... at the Wikipedia, he has an official win over yeah, the triple, Miz. Didn't they call it a triple threat? Oh my God. No, the, not no, here in the, it was over the Miz. By the way, I saw a picture of the Miz next to not the Miz. I saw a picture of Snoop Dogg earlier today standing next to the Undertaker. 
and Undertaker has maybe an inch and a half on him. Yeah. Like Snoop is re- I always knew he was tall, but I assumed he was like, you know, out of six three. He's gotta be like six six at least. Cause maybe. Undertaker, I believe, is six nine. Mm-hmm. Six eight or six nine. He is way taller than I thought. This is like a big old Great Dane. It reminds okay. me, there's a um this is my one uh random bit of information for the week. There's a podcast called Disgraceland. It's I'm not saying it's a great podcast. It's like 30 minutes each episode mm-hmm. and it's about musicians and their and like the crimes they've been involved in. Um yeah, Disgraceland and I listened I had it. I had it. I was subscribed to it. And I'm like, okay, who do I want to give a shot here? I listen to Snoop's, mm-hmm. and it turns out that because Snoop grew up on the streets, mm-hmm. enamored by the pimps, that when he became a successful artist, he became a pimp as well, and and had ten to twenty hoes with him wherever he went in the hotel that he stayed at, and provided them to celebrities. Wow. Or, you know, a a premium price. And I had no clue. And he, like, I don't think he ever got busted for it. (laughs) He got busted for other things. It's amazing that he could do that and then just talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, So now he's just, uh, he was a legit pimp for most of his career, which probably means he's still a legit pimp. And also a a, a, a WWE superstar. That's right. Which makes him fit uh, in very well. Would you like to hear a spoiler of uh, what happened in the Raw main event of Cody and Brock Lesnar against Roman and Solo Sokoa? Give it to me. Give me a prediction of what you think happened on the night after WrestleMania after Cody was defeated by Roman Reigns. I'm assuming Roman won the match. Uh, no, before the match started, Brock Lesnar attacked Cody Rhodes and F five him repeatedly and left him laying and the match never started. That sounds right. Yeah. That's so it's going to be go. Cody versus Brock, I guess. Wow. That's Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> Those mother. Oh my God. Just in case when someone tells you who you are, believe them. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Everybody wanted something different. By the way, I I saw more casuals, not even casuals. I saw more non-wrestling fans watching WrestleMania than ever before in my life. And I also saw a lot of newer fans that have been mm-hmm. watching wrestling less than a year and a lot of females all mm-hmm. watching and all being completely pro-Roman. Like mm-hmm. loving the asshole heel, yeah. And um, yeah. I mean, I'm not, yeah, I'm not saying necessarily they're making the wrong decision, right, right. Um, but a lot of people made a good point that last night, last night, if Cody wins, he's the new John Cena, mm-hmm. perhaps yeah. for decades. Yeah, yeah. And they decided they didn't need that. They didn't need that. They just they're needed good. more of more of Roman. More Roman, you know. Let's go. Which I think they're still think ten thousand days. I th- I think they're still think they're making Cody the new John Cena. I'm sure they do, but it's like you could have just done it. 
yeah. you know like there's a video there's a video playing right now that's like the the online thing of raw after the attack where they're trying to put Cody on a um on a board on a stretcher on a yeah to board. take him out and Cody like kind of goes berserk and kicks everyone away and insists on leaving on his own power now he's like right. stumbling up the stairs and he turns around to look at the fans and they're all like oh gosh they're all cheering for him and he starts to tear up and then he just collapses on the stage and oh my god carry him off so it's like he's talk about a hero yeah he's oh and now he's crawling on his hands and knees to get back under his own power <laughs> oh man they're gonna be telling this one for another thousand days aren't they yeah yeah um okay pull out the list of matches that that uh that paul fontaine gave you oh, okay I want to see what he thinks were the must-see matches. My friend Paul, we card subject to change. We promised Paul last week, and he wasn't yeah. able to join us tonight. Something Listen, came Paul's up. a mover and a shaker. He's got a lot of things going on. He's got a lot. He's of got iron cats knocking fire. things over. This man has a thousand <laughs> grandchildren. He really has a lot, and yeah. also apparently a full-time job. I don't know what it is. I have no clue what his full-time job is, <laughs> but he ha- it has to do it very it's a, well. It's a good gig, whatever it is. <laughs> whatever it is is a good gig because he can afford. I kind of know what it is, but I just don't want to try to describe it and yeah. get it wrong. I kind of have an idea as well, but I don't I don't give too much. Yeah. yeah. You are not what you do. Exactly. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God for me. Oh, my Lord. All right. Here's what he sent. Uh, this was just... Saturday afternoon. Okay. Uh, so there was a lot of stuff left to come. He right, said, be uh, focus. This is based on his spreadsheet that he keeps everything that he had rated three and a half stars or more. See, I, I attempted to do that, but I, I really I have, have to patience. like rewatch matches. Yeah. To attempt to give them star ratings. Yeah. Cause when I'm in them, I'm too wrapped up in the storyline to even think about, the le- the work rate or things like that. Right. All right. Uh, from Bloodsport, he had Coda versus Speedball, okay. David Boy Jr. versus Kratos, mm-hmm. Alex Coughlin versus Mox, and Barnett versus Thatcher. Okay. I'd throw in, again, not necessarily saying three and a half yeah. stars, but the Marina Shafir match. To watch. Just to recommend to watch. Definitely watch Bloodsport. And then he had from DDD Hollywood... Um, Brooks and Yoshihiko versus Mao and Katsumoto. Okay. Nick Wayne and Andrew Everett versus Higuchi and Masada. Basically any Nick Wayne match. Yeah. Uh, Tetsuya Endo versus Joy Janela. I think you mentioned yep. that. Yuji Yuji Ueno, Ueno versus yeah. Takeshita. And then from that was Degen- so good. And then from Degeneration F, he recommended Titus Alexander versus Cole Redrick. Alex Price versus Starboy Charlie, wasted use, wasted youth versus Best Bros versus Bang Bros versus CPF. <laughs> I love how people like wrestler names can just be three letters now. Yeah, that's all you need. Just put put them together and. and yeah, like I remember seeing that multiple times and thinking CPS. Like, really? We're calling Child Protective Services here? <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's see. I need to pu- I need to pull up um, Joy Janela's Spring Break 
because I want to talk about it before we go. We got like a couple minutes. Yeah, that's the one that I watched. Uh, that's the one I was going to watch. You watched A Match. I watched A Match, and my plan was because that's the one that has Maki Death Kill, right? Was that? That is what I wanted to talk about. First of all, Maki Death Kill was phenomenal. Um, before they walked out, um, apparently he gave Maki Ito a black bandana, a black bandana, which bandana. she wore. Uh-huh. And then while they were in the match, he gave her the world's cutest pizza cutter <laughs> with a black bow on it. Oh my gosh. It's which so she sweet. used to bleed a woman Maki half to death. death. Kill someone. That's exactly right. Maki death kills someone. And there's so many great photos of both of them with their opponents draped over the ropes towards hard camera, just saw in their foreheads, man, <laughs> with, with him, with his regular pizza cutter, her with her super cute pizza cutter. It was fantastic. But as much as I liked that match, most people tune in to Joey Janela's spring break for spring break for one specific match. And that is the clusterfuck, the mm-hmm. clusterfuck battle Royal who, and if you go back and look at the, the history of these clusterfucks, they're insane. Mm-hmm. They're all insane. Um, their matches were half the match. Somebody is in like the third row eating a hot dog mm-hmm. and sometimes invisible people win. And this year there was no cluster fucking. They didn't say there was going to be none. Mm. In fact, in the main event, which was, um, let me see. I'm trying to find it here on this list. The main event in which it was Joey Janela versus somebody. I'm going to pull that up here in just a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, they kept saying this, this may or may not be the main event <laughs> teasing that there might be a cluster fuck be. after. Yeah. And there was never a clusterfuck. And that was such a disappointment. Okay, here it is. Um, so Maki Deathkill versus Bussy. That's who they bled. Kota Abushi versus Joey Janela was the main event, but we didn't know it was the main event. Cody almost or uh, Kota almost killed himself in that one. Is that the I'm sure he did. I'm sure he did. I don't even remember that. Um by the way, what did you think of Motor City Machine Guns versus the East West Express? Oh, it's great. It was great. I mean, it was just one of those classic, like, young babyface team, and the you know, it's the young pistols versus or the Fantastics versus Midnight Express. Like, yeah, yeah, <clears throat> and we're not joking. Like, it's it's that kind of match. Like, yeah, Mick Wayne and Jordan Oliver are are an excellent tag team. Yeah, and then um, if you look, so I'm looking at the they have four listed matches here. Mm-hmm. There was a. It wasn't a clusterfuck, but there was a scramble early that's not listed here. But Ahijo Nova King over Mike Bailey, must mm-hmm. see. Mm-hmm. East West Express versus Motor City Machine Guns, must see. Abushi versus Joey Janela, must see. And Maki Death Kill versus Bussy, must see. Um, like, that's a hell of a lineup. Would have liked the clusterfuck. Would have liked it. <laughs> you know what they need to do? They don't need to, but they should try this sometime. I think it could work. What's that? So one of the previous winners was the Invisible Man, right? Yes. And then another time there was one by Invisible Stan. Yes. I think 
to test the limits of this thing, if they were to just send in a ref and announce a match between Invisible Man and Invisible Stan, yeah, and the ref was the only indication of what was happening in the <laughs> Bless you. Excuse me. Would the GCW crowd make it a five-star match? Yes. This match has happened. Oh, this it has? match has happened, yes. Oh. I will See, find... I thought I was being all smart. No, I will find... You were, but I will find exactly when this happened for next week for us to talk about. Okay. And the deal is you can only... Like the referee can see the participants, yes, because they're wearing the special glasses, mm-hmm. and the fans absolutely made this a big match, absolutely made it a big match, and uh, yeah, that's something you need to definitely see at some point here. All right, all I'm right. Gonna, I'm gonna also gonna seek out WrestleMania. I think if everything we've talked about in the expanse of the wrestling universe this week, WrestleMania is uh, the number one priority. If it can be found, because it's not part of that. It was just a show. It was not part of fight, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I want to find it. I want to find, maybe Jeff can help us figure out how to find it. He can reach out to his buddy. Cause I would love for us to watch that show. We have to watch that show. If not for just pop Pop tart boy alone. Right. (laughs) I'm still fascinated by rubber baby. Yeah. I want to see rubber baby. That now I, that I could regret saying those words. On a That's podcast, true. That can mean a lot of things. It can mean a lot of things. It can mean some very, very bad things. But uh, I still want to know. I still want to know. And I want to see Ricotta Flair. Like, let's see what he's got. Yeah. See if he can go 60 minutes. <laughs> oh, also, there was there is a competitor in DDT who is a doll with a human face. This doll performed at least two three and a half star matches i saw yoshihiko yoshihiko is her name she is an excellent wrestler um did some kip-ups that look great mm-hmm. started doing devastating story on a giant dude yeah yeah exactly yoshihiko matches are worth watching they separated her from her um puppet master <laughs> and she's still for whole matches the yeah. thing is, the puppet master only takes her to and from the ring. Oh, okay. In the matches, she goes, she's, she's flying free, man. It's all her at that point. <laughs> yeah, either what way. A worker. Uh, I do hope you get to see Bloodsport and Spring Break. And um, all right, from me, from Kevin, from everybody here at Fight Game Media, hope you have a great week and see you back here again next Tuesday.